This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Dobbo, we are counting down. Oh the, my God. The, it is drawing ever closer the Vegas adventure for the NRL. This is one of the greatest things that will happen in the history of the NRL. Uh, for the first time in a long time, we're taking the competition to the bigger stage. And it's not just anywhere. It's Vegas, baby. Sin um, City. Yeah, it, it, it could not be any better than that. And the brainchild of this whole adventure was the ARLC chairman, Peter Volandis, and he joins us this afternoon on the Rush Hour. PVL, look, I'm counting down. You must be excited. There's a lot of logistics to go, but gee whiz, it's going to be exciting. Look, it's, it's very exciting. It's, it's exciting for Australian sport because if we succeed, uh, it opens the door for all sport from Australia. I mean, America's got a 340 million population. And if you just get 1% of that population to be interested in rugby league, we generate more revenue than what we generate in Australia out of broadcast. So, you know, it's, it's a big risk, but it's also a big reward if we're successful. Pete, you've been behind some of the big risks and successes in racing. Um, you are single-handedly given the title when you got the game back and operational during COVID. How did this come about originally for the NRL to do a five-year deal to play their first round in Vegas? Look, it, it came about when we were trying to do the broadcast deal. We went and saw the big players in the US, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, Twitter, the whole lot, and they kept saying, what's your population? And we say 26 million. And they would say, there's 40 million in California. Why would we be interested in you? There's 340 million in, in the US. Uh, you know, uh, you're too small a market. So I thought, well, if we're a small market, we, we've got to go and try to get the big market. And that's exactly what we've done is we're trying to get the big market in the US, get people interested in our great game. So it's all upside if we can implement it right. Peter, there's one thing that the US do very well is they make it very hard to get visas. And it's been a bit of a challenge so far. Is that being cleared up? Because they can be notoriously difficult to get visas. Look, if they are, if you haven't got any criminal record, it's a five-minute process. But if you have been charged or have gone and been convicted, you do have to go through an interview process. We, we don't believe there's going to be any concerns for us with any of the players. I, I think that precedents have shown that such incidences are provided visas. So, look, we've just got to go through the process. Now, Pete. I know it's only ever a minority, it's a small percentage of the playing group that can sometimes cause some issues for the integrity unit, but you are taking them to Las Vegas, Peter. I'm, have we considered the possible ramifications? Look, we have. So we've asked Mike Tyson not to be there at the time. With him, and his, uh, him and his tigers and his lions, if he can take them away. There'll be, there'll be no stray babies. So, no, I think... Um, so good. So I think we should be good. But look, the players are professionals. They are aware uh, they're representing Australia and they're representing the NRL. And it's a little bit different here because it's the start of the season. So they're yeah. all focused on the season. And I'm sure they'll be professionals. you still got Alan Langer going on the trip and that, oh. that, that bodes any problem. <laughs> hey, PVL, the bunker, that, that's been the big no, story No, with Alan Langer, we just, we just stick him in a sports wagering bar and he'll be fine. He'll, he'll, be, there for, he'll be there for two days. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's going on with the bunker? Are you trying to do it from Australia or are you actually going to have to bring the whole bunker to Vegas as well? That's In, in all serious in rugby league terms, that's been the big talking point. Look, we're investigating the best way of doing it, but technology these days, it's um, pretty easy to replicate these things. And, and there is, you know, bunk, the bunker came from the from the NFL in the first place. So I'm sure that we could uh, 
use other facilities if we have to. But um, look, that's the least of our worries. Our yeah. worry is to make sure that uh, we get you know fifty or sixty thousand people there, and that we we do attract a, a new audience. Can that happen? Can those kind of numbers happen? I think so. Look, it's not going to happen over a year. You can't just go for one sugar hit and expect and expect to be successful. You have to do it over five years. And I'm very confident that we will pick up. There's 300,000 Australians that live in America. Yeah. So even if we picked up 150,000 of them that to to follow and subscribe to watch of a game, that's that's another 25 million dollars a year in revenue. So it shows you the magnitude because it's such a big market. A small percentage is a significant amount of revenue. Peter, I'm a habitual four-plater, which means that I read the menu before I go to a restaurant. Have you had many opportunities to go to Vegas and scope out and do a site recce of all the uh-huh. good places to go so that they've got good dinner places? Because Dobbo saw Garth Brooks in Vegas. I saw Garth Brooks, yeah. So have you had the opportunity to make sure that they're all entertained and have good food? Look, that's one good thing about Vegas. The food is exceptional. Unbelievable. Uh, and, and I can tell you that the Caesars buffet is as good as any in the world. Uh, and the Wynn's buffet is good. That's but good. The, but the place you've got to go to is Holstein's Burgers. You won't get a better burger anywhere in the world than Holstein's, which is I think is in the Cosmopolitan. But the, the big highlight of Vegas now is the Sphere. Yep. Uh, we're trying to you know get tickets for the Sphere, but it's near impossible. But it's the most uh, technologically advanced stadium in the world. I mean, the show's there are booked out six months in advance. There's 19,000 people per show. U2's playing there at the moment. Look, Vegas is the entertainment capital of the world, and, I, and I'm sure and we've got 10,000 Australians that are booked to go over as well. So it, we're not going to be short of what could, short go, wrong? Of, uh, what could go wrong yeah. with 10,000 Australians. Pete, I mean. there is not another sports administrator in this country that I would even set this challenge to because they couldn't get it done. But I believe you could pull it off. What are the chances we could get a Reese Walsh graphic up on the sphere during <laughs> the Vegas games? What do you reckon? Could you make it happen? Absolutely. Uh, and, um, you know, well, he is the Justin Bieber of rugby league, so exactly. the least we can do is put him up, you know, and e- e- even if we played the music in the background, they wouldn't know the difference. So that, no, that's what we'll do. All the clubs were to start off with when this first came about, they were a bit dubious. And then obviously the first four clubs, Manly, South Sydney, the Roosters and the Broncos all put their hand up. It's funny, PVL, when you come up with this idea, there is a little bit of hesitant and now they're all like, right, we all want our turn. When do we get to go? Look, I think the uh, the excitement that the, that the initiatives generate, I've never seen the talking point like Vegas. As soon as we said the word Vegas, it went to another level. I mean, <laughs> I've never, you know, everywhere I went, they, they've stopped talking about COVID and they started talking about Vegas. It, it's, uh, um, I, as I said, in my whole time in rugby league uh, administration, I've never seen anything that's generated as much interest and excitement as the Vegas one. Well, I mean, as long as uh, no players get stuck in the banner a la Peter Sterling back in 1987, the the Vegas will be a success. Uh, Pete, can I look just away from Las Vegas for a moment? The the season proper is upon us. It's obviously kicking off over there. Uh, I mean, Jerome Luai is headed to the West Tigers next year, but who do you think, who's your money on this year? Who you got winning the game? Well, it's a Brisbane radio uh, program, so it can only be the Broncos. <laughs> and and because Wayne Bennett's uh, got my number, the, the Dolphins will run second. So that, that's, the, that's the way it looks. I like it. Actually, speaking of Wayne, have you seen the news today? Reports are that he wants the Kiwis job. Do you reckon uh, that would be the next nice landing spot for Wayne? I don't know why Wayne wants to get on a loser. I mean, you know, the, 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 <laughs> He's, not, he's normally on, he's normally a winning coach. Why, why would he want to go and coach against Australia? Is beyond me. Yeah, I'm with you, PBL. I'm with you. Love it, Peter love Volandis, it. the chairman of the ARLC. Are you in seat one A on the flight to Vegas, Pete? 
No, I'm not on one, one A because if you go to seat Guru, one A's not a real good seat. Yeah, you, it's you, not you great. Want to, you want, you, no, you want to be in four A or five A, so that's where I. Well, that's, that's where, where I'm aiming to be. Well, you yeah, want yeah, the yeah, C because yeah. that's the aisle. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, me. But, I want the aisle. But, <laughs> But, but 4A for me is in cargo, and so I'll be down there with the bags, I think, at this stage. So. <laughs> Peter Volandi is the boss of the game of rugby league. What a job he is doing. We cannot wait to see how this Vegas adventure goes. Thanks for your time. My pleasure. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo.